Welcome to another episode of Auto Service World Conversations. I'm Alan Jansen, editor of Cars Magazine and Jobber News. This is a podcast that brings you ideas, comments, and concerns about the automotive repair and service industry, sponsored by SiriusXM Canada. SiriusXM is making it possible for you to offer your customers three months of free satellite radio. Go to SiriusXM.ca slash four shops for details. On today's podcast, I'm speaking with Tim Cefeli. He's the marketing director for Bolton Technology, a leading supplier of automotive software solutions. Bolton has led the way with things like digital inspections and text-based communication strategies. Tim believes that modern marketing tools have opened up a world of new opportunities for aftermarket shops. And ironically enough, the COVID-19 pandemic has actually helped prove how effective they can be. I gave him a call to find out what he means by that. Hello, this is Tim. Hi, Tim. It's Alan Jansen calling from Cars Magazine and Jobber News. How are you doing? Hey, good. How are you? I'm very well. Thanks for coming on the podcast. Alan, thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. Well, Listen, uh, like a lot of management experts, I know that you'd like shop owners to worry less about increasing their car count and more about increasing the time their technicians spend inspecting client vehicles. Why, why would you say that's so important? I think it's it's a matter of, and this is going to sound a little cliched, but it's true. It's working smarter, not harder. I mean, there's always this you know, idea that uh, the shop needs to be busy in order for it to be successful. Now, obviously, if the shop isn't busy, it's pretty hard to say that they're being successful. But what we really mean by that is like they sort of taken the idea of being busy too far to the point where it's all about like get the cars in as many cars as possible car 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 vehicle 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 and then you end up having too many vehicles and what ends up happening is it's then less about spending as much quality time with each of those individual vehicles and drivers and trying to really maximize the opportunity with each of those vehicles mm-hmm. it's about just get as many vehicles in as possible and then you start cutting corners and you miss some of the most obvious opportunities for repeat visits because you're able to identify something with that car with that vehicle that uh, maybe the customer isn't prepared to have service today, but gives you an opportunity to schedule a future visit. A legitimate thing that has to get fixed. A legitimate thing, exactly. You end up losing that opportunity when it's all about getting them in and getting them out. Of course, being busy does translate into being successful, but being busy doesn't mean being overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. There's plenty of shops that can make just as much money with 15 vehicles a day as they make with, say, 20, 22 vehicles a day. They can generate the same amount of revenue, if not more, by simply taking a a slower and more methodical and and more insightful approach. Right. Now, you, you talk about slowing things down. Would you say that the pandemic has made it even more possible right now to slow down the process a little bit? Is that uh, what you're seeing in the market? Well, in some cases, they were forced to slow down. Um, this industry is lucky in that it is considered essential. And I'd like to talk a little bit about what that means for the future of the industry. But, but the fact that the shops remained open didn't necessarily mean they were able to maintain the same volume of vehicles because many of the drivers they're on lockdown or, you know, they've been laid off or they're in furlough and they're, they don't have the money to spend on major repairs. So the volume of uh, vehicles coming through the shop dropped. Now, what we've seen is that some shops, whether they liked it or not, were forced to spend more time on fewer vehicles in order to sort of fill the day. Mm -hmm. But the numbers that we've seen, at least in terms of our customer base, uh, as a result of that are very revealing. Go ahead. Tell me what uh, what you're finding. Sure, sure. So let's say on average, um, a shop is down 
20, 30, 40% in terms of vehicle count, right? Mm -hmm. However, the shops that we're seeing that are spending more time per vehicle are actually raising the average repair order and increasing the number of repeat visits. Not necessarily enough to make up the gap. I mean, I don't want to over overvalue this thing, but let's say if their vehicle volume is down 40%, their sales may only be down 12 or 15. Um, well, why is that? You know, is it because the cars that are coming into the shop are the ones that have the most damage? No, it's just the techs are spending more quality time per vehicle. They're able to slow it down, take a breath, identify things that previously would have been overlooked or passed along or we'll get it next time. Mm -hmm. And they're able to bring that to the attention of the driver and have a conversation with the driver. And more times than not, the driver is willing to, if not have the work done today, schedule a future visit. Or they've made a mental note to go do that in the future. Not even a mental note. I mean, when it comes to digital vehicle inspections, that's the ability to um, not just communicate with customers via, say, text messaging, but to share photos and videos and notes, really explaining what you're recommending and why, which tends to, on average, increase the amount of approvals you get from the customer. But you're also able to uh, automatically schedule a future appointment to get that thing done that they may be defined today. So it's not luck of the draw where you hope they remember or you hope someone on your team calls them back before they even leave the shop. You're scheduling their next appointment. Right. Now, a lot of these things, they may seem like common business practices. Heck, I mean, your doctor, your, even your hairdresser will often do that. They'll schedule your next appointment before you leave, right? This idea has been around for a while mm -hmm. for many reasons. The auto repair industry hasn't, hasn't embraced it. Well, now they've sort of been forced into a situation where they have to do that. And guess what? The sales are up. The repeat visits are up. Well, wow, it's successful. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and the technology that exists today, especially from Bolton, the customer doesn't even need to interact with the shop personally at all. Yeah, and that's interesting that um, there's different ways to communicate with the customer because right now, not every customer can come into the showroom and talk directly to the service advisor. With COVID, we're actually reducing human contact. So this gives service advisors another way to reach out to customers. They could drop the vehicle off in the morning. The shop could conduct its initial inspection. The technician would upload photos and notes that would then be sent via text message to the driver. They can approve those repairs or postpone some of those repairs via text message. The work is completed. An invoice is then sent to the driver, also using text messaging. They can even pay by text and the vehicle could be left on the lot for the customer to come back and pick it up, you know, and, and you've also booked their future appointment for something they may have postponed today and at no point ever interacting face to face with the customer. So it's possible. Yeah, it's happening. You mentioned uh, essential services and the auto repair industry has been deemed essential. What would you say to shop owners about the fact that they've been deemed essential? Thanks for following up on that. Um, we all know about the technician shortage and how uh, younger people are just not necessarily going into the trades. Well, guess what? The world just put a giant spotlight on the automotive repair industry and says, this is essential. This is almost recession-proof, right? This is a field that is worthy and worthwhile and something you should consider. You know, look at all your friends who went to college and, uh, you know, had great careers but ended up getting furloughed or laid off um, with, when a situation like this hits. But 
people still have vehicles. Those vehicles still need to be maintained. So if there was ever a question as to whether or not automotive repair was ever a worthy career path, I think the current situation says, yes, you're essential. Yeah. And I already know that people are starting to drive again. The miles driven had dropped. Yep. Yep. Uh, now it's starting to increase, and, and planes are, of course, not a preferred method of travel right now. Road trips are more popular. This is going to help the aftermarket in a great way. Absolutely. And even if new car sales are down, that means that the need for maintenance and repair for existing vehicles is even higher. So while we're not necessarily through this, I think that there's a greater opportunity for this industry coming out the other end than there is for many, many others. Let me ask you then, if you can look into your crystal ball how do you see the rest of the year playing out? Like I said, it's a little hard to predict when you're in the middle of it. You know, I think we're all still scratching our heads as to where this thing is going. But uh, as we said, there's some significant changes that we're all going to need to deal with. Some good, some bad. You know, the good ones are, like we mentioned, there's the, hopefully a increased popularity in automotive repair as a career field. The fact that there's going to be a greater need for repair shops because people are holding on to their vehicles longer. You know, I think another plus is that, you know, many shops have been forced to drop bad habits, right? Like we mentioned in the beginning of the conversation. Chasing car count. Yeah, like car count. Like so, uh, so a lot of bad habits hopefully have been erased. Yeah, not only are they curtailing the bad habits, but they're picking up some new technology solutions like uh, digital inspections. Yes, things that make it easier, things that maybe they thought it was a luxury, right? Well, now it's a must-have. So hopefully they don't slingshot back to the bad habits. Right. Now that you start seeing an, an increase in volume, don't say, oh, great, they're coming back. We need to get as many cars in as possible. And then you start cutting corners again. Mm. And then you're wondering why, darn, we're, we're, we're working three times as hard, but we're still only making a little bit more than we did. Well, why is that? Because you're spending less time and you're not communicating you know, uh, with the customer properly. You're not focused on the next visit, right? It's all about getting them in, getting them out. Yeah. The ones that are strategic and creative and can improve coming out of this are going to be the ones that benefit. Those that were already struggling before this, and if they didn't learn, if they didn't get creative, if they go back to those bad habits, they're, I think, unfortunately going to continue to struggle. And some of them may even say, you know, yeah, that's it. You know, we're done. They'll pay the price. Yeah. Well, thanks very much for this unique view on how we are enduring the COVID uh, crisis and how we're managing through it. Thank you. I appreciate it. And uh, I just wanted to wish all of your listeners uh, the best of luck through this. And uh, just know that Bolton and, and the team here, we've got your back. Oh, that's great. Thanks again. We'll talk soon. All right, man. Have a good week. You too. Bye. Bye-bye. Well, that's it for another episode of Auto Service World Conversations. I'd like to hear what you think we'll see in the coming months, and if you have a point of view that you'd like to share with the industry, let me know. You could be a guest on an upcoming podcast. Just drop me a note at alan at newcom.ca. You can subscribe to Auto Service World Conversations on Apple Podcasts, or simply visit autoserviceworld.com every Monday morning to hear another conversation. As always, I want to thank SiriusXM for sponsoring us, and you for listening. I'm Alan Jansen. See you next time.